Hey, you guys. So we are currently still without power. <laughs> well, we have power, but we do not have any Wi-Fi. I don't know if I may. I don't know when I made my last episode um, that I published on Sunday, but TBH, it's been a struggle bus trying to find places with Wi-Fi in a city where a tropical storm hit and there was none for quite some time. Um, that being said, you guys, I wanted to top, top on here. One, I just wanted to say, I am still so grateful. All of your messages, everyone saying, you know, the parts of Be The Light that have been impactful for them, that have shaped them, that have touched them, that they've received. I just, it, it means more than I can put into words. It truly does. It means more than I could ever even try to put into words. Um, that feeling I get on my heart that the best way I can describe it is, you know, when if anyone's, you know, involved in sports, it's like you're the that moment that you win that match or you win that game and it's the championship and the confetti falls from the sky or maybe you were like me and we're in a smaller conference so there was no confetti but you were with your teammates and you were so excited and it's just like it's that feeling that it was worth it like all those hours of practicing in the dark when no one was watching when it sucked when you had a blister when you were tired when you were injured when you when you had a horrible mindset like when people were screaming at you to do better and you were trying to do better but you couldn't do but you just you couldn't you know what I mean it just makes it all worth it like that's the feeling I get when I see those messages it makes all those nights that were long it makes all those mornings that were early it makes all those times that I just really didn't feel like writing it makes all those times that I did feel like writing but I feared what I wrote wasn't good enough it makes all those things just so freaking worth it and I want to say thank you I just want to say thank you um Today, today, I also wanted to mention that for anyone who is looking for a nutritional accountability group, um, my nutrition accountability group is doing what's called a turkey burn. So it starts November 20th. I'm so, so, so excited. Um, it's Wait, did I say November 20th? That is absolutely incorrect. It starts after Thanksgiving. This I know. The exact date, I'm not sure. Um, but... It starts, my sister's currently at the door trying to get in. I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> We're going to have to pause this. All right, we're back. That's what living with a bajillion siblings in quarantine looks like. Um, <laughs> but anyways, you guys, we're doing a nutritional accountability group. So I'm so excited. It's going to be an 11-day reset um, just to make sure you're going to the holidays, the strongest, the happiest, the healthiest that you are so that you can enjoy your holidays the most that you possibly can. Um, these groups are all about moderation, not deprivation, nourishment. Um, so that being said, super excited for it. Okay, I wanted to hop on and talk about something that... Funny enough, I didn't even realize I was struggling with until recently when I really reflected on it. So, and just for a warning, if you're looking for a podcast that's going to give you like all the answers to life, this is not that. <laughs> I'm looking at this as more of I'm your companion 
and talking about the things I'm struggling with as opposed to like a coach telling you how I've gotten through them because I have not gotten through this thing I'm about to talk about and I, I don't even know how um, but I think there's something super powerful in knowing that you're not alone in what you're feeling and if you've ever felt lonely, if you've ever felt not good enough, if you've ever felt isolated, if you've ever felt disconnected, I have too. I am as well. So that's what I want to talk about. Because um, sometimes I think it's really easy when we're feeling things to think we're the only one in the entire world feeling them. And I'm not, I might not have all the answers for you, but what I can do is assure you that you're not. By showing you and being by and by being vulnerable with you about the very things that I am feeling that you might be as well in your own specific way. So something I realized recently, I've just been feeling very disconnected. You know, I'm in this weird place where I I didn't make my best friends in college. I really didn't. And I have some incredible friends from high school. I absolutely do, but they're all busy. They're living their own life. And right now I'm working at this amazing company, but we can't, none of us can meet because of COVID. We're all working from home and it's very, it's very isolating. And I'm so grateful to be able to say, I have my family. I don't know what I would do without them. I really don't. Um, they are my best friends, hands down. But you know, sometimes, Recently, this past weekend was Halloween, and I didn't really want to go to a party. I didn't want to get dressed up. I just kind of wanted to be home. I wanted to be um, with my family, and I don't know. It got me thinking that something was wrong for me for wanting that, wrong with me for wanting that. Something made me feel, as I was on Instagram the next day, like I was lame, or a loser, or I was somehow less of a person because I didn't have all these cute pics from Halloween or my huge friend group or whatever. I think there's something to be said about the world making you feel like no matter what you do, you're doing it wrong. I did exactly as I wanted to do that night yet I still felt as if the next day something was wrong with it. And the thing is, when we're, I think, all going through kind of the hustle and the bustle of life and everything that comes with that, it's really easy to feel, I just changed like five locations because my family came into the kitchen. Um, it's hard to be vulnerable when there's like six people literally listening to you in person, even though I guess all of you are listening to me. I don't know. Um, but I do think there's something to be said about the world making you feel like no matter what you do, it's incorrect. Or no matter what you do, it's not good enough. Or no matter what you do, it's not cool enough. Or no matter what you do, it's not Instagrammable enough. And that's how I felt this weekend. I literally was doing exactly what I wanted to do. I was hanging out with my family, hanging out with my brother. I was having such a good time. And then the minute I turned back into the world, I realized is something wrong with me for wanting something different than what seems to be what the majority wants to do on this, on this night, on this day. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like 
you're so at peace with what you're doing and then all of a sudden you like tune back into the world and you're like, wait a second, am I weird? Am I, am I, am I lame? Like, am I different? Am I a freak for wanting to do something different than what everybody else wants to do? And even like last Friday, I, um, I wanted, I was so tired and I just wanted to go to bed early. And I remember my parents, you know, they wanted, and I get it. Like I'm 22 and I don't go out. I don't go to parties. I just, I never have. That's never been fun my kind of fun but you know for them that was theirs so they worry and they want me to be able to go live out their version of fun because they think I'm not having any and that's what I want to get on here and say is that at the end of the day everybody's going to have a different version of what makes them happy and what fills them up and they might project onto you their own version of fun and their own version of happiness and if you're not living into that they might credit as your life as not as fun or not as happy because it doesn't live up to their definition of that does that make sense and i think sometimes we get stuck in this trap hole of thinking well maybe i'm not happy they seem to think i'm not happy am i not happy and that's what I was feeling this weekend was like, I, I am, I'm very content with my life. I'm very content with what I do, but for some reason, other people think that I'm not happy or that I'm not having any fun and that's a bad thing when really it's just our definition of fun is a little bit different and that's okay. I just want to speak to the people who have ever felt alone, who have ever felt kind of weird, you know, like what you find fun is so different than major than the majority. I felt this way this in my entire college experience. I really did. I mean, you're speaking about a girl that literally finds waking up at four, going and running a half marathon, and that feeling when she's done, like that's the most fun feeling for me you can have. In college, I felt like a freak. I was so excited to graduate college because I felt like for the first time I'd hopefully graduate and be in a place where it didn't matter if I was different than anyone else because I would be kind of by myself, you know, I was starting this new chapter of life and I can just finally live into my version of fun and not apologize for it. What I realized is that didn't stop with college. I still feel that a lot. And I think sometimes something that I'm realizing I do is because I'm afraid that my version of fun or my version of happy isn't going to be accepted by the majority, I tend to isolate myself because I'm afraid it's not going to be accepted. I'm afraid it's not going to be celebrated. It might be tolerated, but it won't be appreciated. And that's just something that's been on my heart and I realize that I do that. I do tend to isolate when I feel like I don't fit in, when I feel weird, when I feel different. And my default setting is I'm okay with being by myself. And I think maybe some of you can relate to that. Some of you might be out there thinking, I don't need connection. I'm okay by myself. And it's probably just because you haven't found those people that tend to enjoy the same things that you enjoy. But they are out there. Trust me. For the longest time, I did not think there was anyone out there that would enjoy the same things that I do. Which is, you know, 
building a business, reaching, talking to people, um, I don't want to say talking to people, but working out a ton, taking nutrition seriously, loving self-development. Now, I have yet to meet someone that loves all of those things just like me, but that's never going to happen because I am me. You are you. You will never meet someone just like you, but you might, if you allow yourself and if you open yourself up, you might let yourself meet somebody that likes maybe one of the things that you do. Don't fear connection. Don't fear opening up to someone, even if that someone looks at what you do as different. I've feared that my life, my entire life, I have. I've, I've separated myself because I'm afraid that what I do and who I am isn't gonna be accepted. And that's something I'm working on. That's something I'm working on. I think we all have our, our masks. I'm not talking COVID-19 masks. I'm talking our, our, our soul shields. We all have these things we kind of hide ourselves with. For me, it's my routine. I love my routine, but I will be the first to say I definitely hide behind it. I make myself so busy that at the end of the day, anything, any insecurity, my goal is that I don't have the energy to care. Does it make that insecurity go away? No. But I try to be so busy that I don't even have the energy to care about it. And what that's done over time is it's just caused all these insecurities to never be confronted. And one of those biggest insecurities is the insecurity of not enough connection. When I was a freshman in college, I had, I became best friends with this girl. And I didn't realize this until recently, until I traced it back. But I became best friends with this girl. We did everything together. I mean, we did, you know, like that freshman in college. Like, you have your roommate. You do everything together. Well, that was me and this girl. We did everything together. I mean, she was my go-to. Like, we were the cute little, like, you're my person people. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, second semester, she just kind of stopped talking to me. And which was weird for us. You know, we were the people that got dinner every night, lunch every day. Like, it was weird. And I remember about a week went by, which felt like an eternity at the time. And I hadn't seen her and we ran into each other and we got in this huge fight in literally the hallway of the dorm room. And I just was like, you haven't, why aren't we talking anymore? And she goes, I need somebody, you know, that can be there. At the time I was on the tennis team and she wasn't on a sports team. And she wanted to meet new people in the sorority and just being friends with each other, we kind of deterred each other from making new friends, which is another podcast all in itself. Um, and we didn't, we didn't speak after that. I mean, gosh, it's almost been four years. And I realized that for me, ever since then, I've been afraid of connecting. A lot of people experience this with um, like a significant other, you know, like someone breaks up with them and then they're afraid to date again. I realized I have these feelings around friendships. I'm afraid to really open myself up in a deep friendship because I'm afraid of getting hurt like I did when I was a freshman in college. When I opened myself up completely to this friend, 
and we built that deep, deep bond and it was gone in a second. And ever since then, I realized, you know, I've, I keep people at arm's length. I keep friends at arm's length because my default setting when things get hard is, well, I'm okay by myself. And this is my challenge to myself. And this is my challenge to anyone listening to this that feels like they do that. That feels like they keep people at arm's length, whether it is a significant other, you know, maybe a guy or a girl likes you, or maybe it's just a friend thing like me. I challenge you to reconsider. Because this is what I know. This is what I know. No, we're no longer friends, but I am better for that friendship. And if I never opened myself up to that friendship in the first place, I wouldn't be this person. I wouldn't. It got me. It was one of the many things that got me here. Same thing with past relationships. I am so grateful for them. I am grateful for every single heartbreak. Did they suck? Yes. But they are part of the many of things that got me here, that made me this girl. And I'm proud of this girl. So disclosing myself from other potential opportunities to grow is doing no one a disservice but myself. So the very thing, ironically, that I would be trying to protect myself from would lead me to the to that very thing I'm trying to hide behind. I'm trying to protect myself from heartbreak, but I would argue the greatest heartbreak of all time is not reaching the highest expression of yourself. So while you're protecting yourself from heartbreak, you're literally diving right into heartbreak. Relationships are hard because your heart's involved. Your heart's involved and you can't control the other person. That's hard. Connection's hard. It's scary. So yeah, I don't blame myself that I wanted to be by myself a lot. However, even though I understand it, I also know that it's not gonna get me to the next best version of myself. It's not gonna get me to the fullest. We weren't created to live life alone. We weren't created to walk it by ourselves. We were created to walk it with people. Now, do those people come and they go and they change? Yeah, they do. But each one will grow you in a way that'll lead you to the next one. So, as I started the beginning of the podcast and I talked about, you know, this isn't necessarily a how-to podcast episode, because it's not. This is more just me telling you what you're feeling, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling lonely, if you're feeling isolated, if you want connection but don't feel good enough for it. I guess that's the sum of what I feel most of the time. Is that I want it, I don't feel good enough for it, so I don't reach for it. If you ever feel that way, I do too. And I think there's something powerful and not just knowing what to do about how you feel, but simply knowing that other people feel the same. We are all spiritual beings living this human experience, which means things get messy and they get confusing and they don't make sense. 
and they trick you into thinking you're the only one that can't make sense of your life. We are all feeling that way all the time. We all feel alone. We all feel isolated. We all feel disconnected at times. We all feel not worthy at times. We all feel kind of lost at times and we feel judged at times. We feel scared. Everyone feels that way. So don't you dare think you're the only one because you're not. You're not the only one that feels that way. Remember that. There's comfort in knowing you're not going through it alone. When you look at your neighbor in Publix or you look at the person passing by you on the street, remember they're human. Remember they are, they're living, they're, they're trudging through it too, figuring it out too. And ironically, this feeling of disconnection is the very thing that connects us all because we're all looking for it. The feeling of disconnection is the very thing that connects us all. We're all looking for it. I'm saying you guys love today.